the outside world does not get to determine our inside circumstances. We are the ones who set the tone for our lives. So no matter what happens outside of us, it can't touch us. It can't touch us because we are so tuned in to what our own truth is and our own reality. And we get to create that reality and we will never give our power away in that way for someone else in such a small way to affect our lives. Because that, in effect, is disempowerment. Empowerment is when we take our power into our own hands. We take responsibility for that which is ours, which once again is our energetic state, our mood, the way we show up in the world. And we move through life. That's just what we do. This episode of Empowering Her is brought to you by my course, The Empowerment Sessions. The Empowerment Sessions are 33 bite-sized audios of four minutes or less, plus 33 conversation starters that show busy parents how they can bring simple and effective empowerment lessons into every day for their children. These power-packed empowerment tools are the quick and easy of empowerment designed for parents who want to introduce their kids early on to the principles of personal power, self-love, the power of choice, and so much more. And yes, this is for mothers and fathers to use with their girls and their boys. Once you sign up, you have immediate access to the audios. They can be listened to on your computer and on your phone. Easy, quick access at your fingertips every single day. If you want to enroll in the empowerment sessions, visit melodypormorati.com slash empowerment. That's melodypormorati.com slash empowerment. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Empowering Her podcast. I'm your host, Melody Pormorati. Thank you for joining me again for another episode of this podcast that I have such the best time ever. As I move through life, you know, I'm always a student. I'm a student, aren't we all? This is our classroom. This world is our classroom. And I'm always looking for the lessons. I'm looking for the lessons. And that's how I feel I have been able to really move and grow through my life. So whether it's something that's happening in my life or it's something that's happening that I'm witnessing, um, I am taking notes. And Like that's something we all get to do. We get to learn from other people's mistakes while we also get to learn from other people's examples. So that's exactly what I'm I'm coming with you on this journey today to talk about something that happened yesterday at the airport. And I wanted to bring some light to it. I wanted us to kind of explore it and analyze it and ask ourselves, how can we do better together? Uh, So this past weekend, I was actually in Toronto. Some of you may know I'm from Toronto. I grew up there, got married and left when I was 24. I've been living here for the last 20 years in New York. Um, But I go back as frequently as possible. Obviously with COVID, I have been back a lot less over the last few years, but it was my cousin Gila's wedding. In fact, you guys might know Gila because she's been on the podcast two times. Um, and it was her wedding and it was just such a joyous 
experience to watch um, two cultures come together, her and her now husband. Uh, she's Persian, he's Ashkenazi Jewish. Um, and to bring the two cultures together, to take the traditions from both cultures and witness their love uh, and embracing all that is beautiful in each of their upbringings was just honestly such a joy to witness. So we had the best weekend. We're super tired. My feet totally kill from dancing so much, <laughs> but it was an amazing experience. So Yesterday, we were on a flight. We were getting on a flight to come home. We were going from Pearson International to LaGuardia. And the airplanes that usually take you from Pearson to LaGuardia are pretty small. They're like a smaller aircraft. Uh, and it's a flight that they have like every couple of hours because it's a very frequent flight. So I've been on these flights a million times. And the reason I tell you this is because what happened after traveling as many times as I have on these flights, this has never happened before. And here it goes. So we were online to board the plane. And lately, my family, because of like all of the, the problems that exist in airports right now, the understaffing and luggage has been stolen. And I'm sure you've heard the stories. Uh, we decide that from now on, like no matter how far we're traveling and how long we're traveling for, we are each just going to bring a carry-on because we don't want to deal with baggage loss. And like, let's be honest, how, how much do we actually wear? Like how many of the clothes that we pack do we actually wear? It's usually like a contingency plan. And so we, this is how we've started traveling. So we each had our carry-ons. We're ready to board the plane. And the woman working, the agent working the desk, uh, she sees that we all have carry-ons and she tags them and she says, you have to check these bags. And my husband says to her, we have literally flown with this aircraft, this company. I'm not going to say the name because I don't want to like put down an airline. He said, we've flown with this airline for 30 years and no one has ever tagged our bags for this flight, like on, even on this small aircraft. And it was actually hilarious, this part of the story we all had to laugh at. So instead of responding to my husband, she gets on her loudspeaker and makes an announcement to everybody that um, when you have any luggage that has wheels on it, you cannot bring it on the aircraft. So instead of responding to us, she decides to turn this into a learning lesson for everyone, says it on the loudspeaker. Then we, we're finally like, you know, what are we going to do? We're not going to argue with her. This is what she says. Even though we know it's not their policy, we went with it. And then we hand her our four passports with our four boarding passes all together. And then instead of responding to us, she gets back on the loudspeaker again to announce that you must each have your own passport and boarding pass in hand and if you're traveling with a group, you better not be handing me four passports and boarding passes together. So it was just like, first, like, let's, let's talk about the humor in this. It was kind of funny. I felt like it was a Saturday Night Live skit or a Key and Peele skit that I was literally in the middle of that instead of responding to us, everything that happened, she would say on the loudspeaker. Um, but second of all, it was like, I was just kind of witnessing her and instead of like my, my initial feeling was one of annoyance, right? Like first I was annoyed and my family was annoyed, um, at, 
as to why A, she doesn't have the respect to just speak to us. We're not going to bark at her. We're not going to be mean to her. Um, we were, we would have responded to her and said, okay, but instead of speaking directly to us, she felt she needed to like speak to the loudspeaker. Uh, that's number one. Like the question becomes, why is she so angry? Why is she so hostile? What, what is it? So Although I first came at her from an annoyed perspective, I had to really take a minute and breathe and think. And then I kind of came at her from a compassionate perspective, like, my goodness, she must deal with people all day and she must say these instructions so many times throughout the course of a week that like she's just so like done She's done with having to say the same thing to people over and over and over again. So I was really like trying to come from a compassionate place, A, so I wouldn't walk away um, angry, right? We had just had this beautiful weekend and this was literally like the last trek, the last journey home from this weekend. I didn't want to have a bad taste in my mouth about the weekend. I wanted to like go home with a smile, but coming from a place of compassion and also just the humor and the way she decided, like my family and I, we could have gotten angry, but I told them, I'm like, guys, this is actually kind of funny. Like, it's actually kind of funny that she's speaking into the loudspeaker. Let's think of it as a skit that we were just in and let's move on. So I'm happy that our response could be one that was no big deal and we could go on with the rest of our evening and get home safely. And that was that. But when I was thinking about her and how uncomfortable must it be to to dwell in that like energetic space, right? So many of us, right, whatever our position is in life, whether, you know, it is our job that requires us to do the same thing over and over again, um, whether we are parents and we repeat the same instructions to our children over and over and over again, and of course they don't always listen, right? Whatever it may be, like we can either do it from an energy of like anger and um, discomfort and like that hyper frantic energy that this gate agent was coming at us with, or we can do it with a smile and we can do it with kindness and we can be pleasant throughout the journey. Either way, the result is the same, right? Either way, the gate agent got her point across and we checked in our bags and that was that. But wouldn't it have felt nicer for her to actually just be kind about it and to to be patient with us because this is her day in and day out. This is her job in the world. This is what she does. So, you know, when she comes at us from that frantic energy, she's the one who is harmed the most, not us. So what I'm trying to say is, like anything, when you think of anything that you do in your life or thinking about the things that perhaps we don't want to do, because it was quite clear that this woman didn't love what she was doing and didn't love dealing with people, anything that we don't want to do, do we think that it's going to be easier when we do it with an angry energy and an energy of just like, I don't want to be here and I don't want to do this? Or 
could we attain the same result and perhaps maybe an even better result if we did it with kindness and if we did it with an energy of, you know what, I'm here and I'm going to make the best of it. And this is my reality in this moment. And, you know, with a smile, I could actually get a lot farther because what happens as we know is that everything is contagious, right? Kindness is contagious. Anger is contagious. If we four traveling last night decided to receive her anger and hold on to her anger and take it with us, then we would be paying the anger forward to, you know, to the the stewardess who welcomed us in the airport and to the person we were sitting next to. And potentially when we got off of our flight at LaGuardia to the people who had tagged our bags and then gave it back to us, like that could have been contagious. But we chose to let it end right there, like because we've learned better. But this woman, if she had come from a place of kindness and you know that would have been contagious and that has ripple effects beyond that which we can measure but we know it to be true we know it to be true so this all you know i, I this is no this is this is nothing against the gate agent this is us taking a simple example of life like i started this episode we are students of life and we always have this opportunity to grow we always have this opportunity to do better And, you know, what situation in your life might you be able to give a different energy to so that it's not grueling and perhaps it's actually kind of fun and pleasant for you. And this is what we get to give to the next generation, right? The examples that we set, people are watching us. There are young girls that are noticing our cues of how we handle difficult situations. So um, thankfully, my daughters got to witness my husband and I just letting it roll off our backs and just going with it. There have been times that I've been a hot mess and I have responded with anger. This was not one of those times, but you can be sure that my girls were paying attention the time that I was angry. They were also paying attention to the time where I handled it with grace. And so we get to handle it with grace and and that's the gift we give ourselves, but it's also the gift that we give to our next generation because we are setting them up to not sweat the small stuff, to live a life with ease and grace and one where we can energetically show up in any which way we choose to and that the outside world does not get to determine our inside circumstances. We are the ones who set the tone for our lives. So no matter what happens outside of us, it can't touch us. It can't touch us because we are so tuned in to what our own truth is and our own reality. And we get to create that reality and we will never give our power away in that way for someone else in such a small way to affect our lives. Because that, in effect, is disempowerment. Empowerment is when we take our power into our own hands. We take responsibility for that which is ours, which once again is our energetic state, our mood, the way we show up in the world, and we move through life. That's just what we do. So I hope that this episode has served you. It was a quickie, but it was one that I was really feeling because I've been thinking about this woman and sending her some positive energy since we saw her yesterday, feeling like, gosh, I hope that she finds a way to make each day a little less stressful for herself because nobody wins when she's in in stress mode all the time, right? 
Um, and a few announcements, a few announcements. We've got some great things cooking up in the Girl Life world. We are always running open house sessions for anyone who wants to be that change for our next generation, who wants to step into doing work in the world that you love, right? Talk about doing work in the world that you love versus what you feel you need to do to pay the bills. If it speaks to you to empower girls, earn money, run a business that in effect is all about uplifting our next generation of women, uh, I really, really want to chat with you. So I am running uh, discovery and enrollment calls all month long. And if you want to get on my calendar, all you have to do is go to melodypormorati.com slash Oh my goodness. Do you love when you draw a blank when you're about to give like a website? All right, I'm back. Melodypormorati.com slash call. Melodypormorati.com slash call. I'll also put that in the show notes. Set up your time to chat with me. We're going to chat for about 20 minutes. I'm going to answer your questions about what it would look like to become the next Girl Life Facilitator. Uh, I'm going to ask you some questions. I'm going to get to learn about you. This is an application process, so I love to get to know the people who are thinking of doing this, who are thinking of taking our curriculum and running with it and getting creative with it and bringing it to our girls. Um, so melodypormorati.com slash call. If you want to join one of our open house sessions, melodypormorati.com slash open house. And the price of the Girl Life program is actually going up. Um, I can promise it'll be before the winter. I'm going to try to make it as late in the fall as possible, but the price will be going up. So if it's something that you're considering, definitely set up your call with me. Let's get to know each other. Let's get to see if this is the right uh, next move for you in your life, in your career, as your side hustle. Um, and of course, these calls are no strings attached. It's just two uh, empowered women chatting about all things girls empowerment and how we can all do better together. So I'm so grateful for your listenership. Thank you for listening. I look forward to connecting with you all soon. And if you week. love Bye. what you are hearing, please go ahead and leave us a review so that we can keep the empowerment flowing. Also, be sure to follow along on Instagram at Girl Life Empowerment. And I would love for you to check out my newly released book, Empowered Women, Empower Girls, across all Amazon platforms. I'm so grateful for you and I can't wait to talk to you again next week.